What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kicks and Gills. Kicks and Gills. How many, I mean, how many fucking times, you know? How many times can a guy say the same thing and still not get it right? It's a very Angelo thing. Welcome to the Kicks and Gills podcast with Angelo Blando. I'm your host. Um, as you guys can see, again, the background's different. This is always going to be the background from now on. I don't know how many, like, how many more podcast episodes I plan on doing, but... For the rest of them, they're going to be like this. Eventually, the goal is to get everybody from the podcast to start joining my Twitch streams. Um, I And I plugged that so many times, I'll plug it at the end. Um, but I stream on Twitch, and I'll fucking put the link in uh, the bio, or in the description. Now, every year for the past, I, I've been doing this podcast for, I think I'm going on three years now, or I'm actually going to go on four years so, yeah, this is my third year doing the podcast. I think this is our third Christmas together. So fucking Merry Christmas. And if you're sticking around, like, the fact that you guys are still listening to this shit is, probably, is fucking is awesome because it's a, there's a lot of episodes. Like, I know that I've lost some people, and I don't blame you because it, it is a show that, like, how many fucking times can you listen to the same guy talk? But then you see people like Joe Rogan out there that he does a thousand fucking 200 episodes and there are people that have probably listened to every single one of them or a majority of them all. So to me, a hundred feels like a lot to you guys. Maybe it's not, but regardless, whether you've listened to one episode today might be your first, or if you're an all time long fan, uh, I appreciate you. And that's all I'm saying. So thank you guys. Now I want to start off with with the worst moments of this year, okay? And I'm going to do them personally first, and then I'm going to do them world-based, like in in what were the obvious shitty things of the year. Now, I'm not going to dive too much into COVID. We all know COVID's shitty, so that's kind of just going to be a, that's a good one, okay? That's the best one. COVID fucked us all. Thank you so much, COVID. But, um, you know, personally... This year has been really up and down for me. I've had a lot of really fucking like 10 out of 10 moments that I was just fucking so excited for. Um, And then I've also had some moments that were, I guess you could say unexpected and pretty fucking shitty. So that first, the first one is my, I think my shittiest moment of this year personally was I lost my nanny. And that was like the, this was the first time that I'd ever lost uh, like a grandparent or honestly anyone in my immediate family. I've lost like, you know, great grandfathers and great grandmothers, but I didn't really fucking know them. So although the fact that they went from being alive to dead is sad, unfortunately, I didn't really feel those deaths. You know, I didn't, I was like, oh shit, that sucks. But I didn't, it didn't really like hit me hard, you know? Uh, whereas my nanny, I was so close with my nanny and she was fucking hilarious. We did that video actually a long time ago. I did a video of her reviewing Yeezys and I posted it on Facebook and it was, it was a great time. It was a great time. She was, uh, the fucking, the sweetest person. I I mean, she could definitely be, bust some fucking balls and she could definitely be, she had a mean side for sure. But when she was sweet, it didn't get sweeter than my nanny. And uh, when she was, honestly, when she was mad, it didn't get funnier than my nanny. So she always put a smile on everyone's face. So that sucked. And I know a lot of people out there, like she, it wasn't, she didn't die from COVID. We kind of, like, we kind of knew that her health was at risk. Um, She had smoked for like 45 years and 
fuck smoking, fuck smoking, okay? I like to blame smoking. I'm sure there was a lot of other parts that, that had to do with it, but... Um, you know, smoking fucking kills you guys. So for all the teenagers out there or all the 22 year olds out there that are my age, uh, like guys fucking cut it out. Just cut it out. It's never going to be easier to quit than right now. Okay. Like literally right now, let's say you've been smoking for four years right now. It's only four years. If you wait a couple more months, it's four years and five months. And then it, the, the addiction gets a tiny bit stronger every fucking puff you hit. So um, that was my, my probably my worst moment. Now, another worst moment was hitting the kid in the car. Um, when I was driving, I drove into a kid. That was pretty shitty. Um, I've had really bad like car luck this year. Um, I broke my screen. I fucked up my headlight. I fucking drove into something. Like I just, I don't know what it is. This year was not a good year for me and, and automotives. Is that what you call a car, an automotive? I don't know. Um, now another thing that was like a worst moment, you know, was obviously going through a breakup earlier this year. It actually, it really fucked me. Okay. Let me explain this really quick because I, okay. Last year, like towards the end of the year, you guys know I had a girlfriend and it was all great and it was fun. Now during the relationship, I started getting a little like, okay, we're good on this because I felt like I, I felt suffocated and I felt like. It wasn't anything bad. There was no cheating. There was no toxic. There was not like a bad thing that happened. I just sometimes personally, I get like exhausted from friendships or relationships and and it causes me to like shut down and be quiet or not text someone for a few days or not even say a word for a week. And I got in that, I got to that point in this relationship and it wasn't like her fault or my fault. It was just, I just fucking, I was just feeling like I needed a little bit of a, breather and some time to be alone you know after all I've, i love to be alone i have it tattooed on my fucking chest um I, I like being alone so i do need that time to breathe and sometimes when you're in a relationship especially when it's long distance it's so fucking like okay what are you doing what are you doing now are you feeling okay hey are we good are we fighting like it's it's like checking up every two fucking days or not even days every two hours and that like checkup i just like that repetitive fucking like making sure you're okay. I don't want to be made sure that I'm okay. Sometimes I have shitty days. That should be okay. Like I don't want to have to pretend like my life is better than it is or pretend. You know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? Like it's okay to have shitty days. It's okay to not want to talk to anyone. It's okay to want to just put a blanket over your head and sleep for fucking 15 hours. Like sometimes we have those days, but in a relationship, it's hard because your partner wants to be there for you and then you don't want to share what's going on and then your partner takes it so personal and this isn't just something that happened to me this happens to everyone you know hey babe i'm having a shitty day well why i don't fucking know why and i can't explain it well uh is there anything i could do for you no just leave me alone right now okay and then they're sad because you said to leave you like you said to leave me alone like it just causes a bunch of shit so I was working at the mall at the time and you know, on top of me feeling like this, I was uh, like going to the mall and girls are hitting on me all the time and I'm getting a lot of social fucking, like I'm already talking to people a lot. So now I make the decision to break up with my girlfriend and 
Then fucking two weeks later, COVID hits, everything shut down. I never even worked a day in the mall where I was single. Like I'm thinking like, you know what? Maybe I just need a break. I'm going to talk to some other girls and I'm going to kind of like stretch my mind a little bit, take a fucking breather and like try to get my mind off things because I was at a very stressful point. And then fucking the whole world shuts down and I'm locked inside. So now I have to go with like I had to deal with every single day, like, you know, like kind of thinking like like regretting the decision or like, did I fuck up or was this really worth it? Or what am I doing? And now I dealt with that for like a few months. And it doesn't mean that these were like awful months, but in the back of my mind, the fact that I had to think about like regretting this and hating that I did this and did I fuck up and just like self-loathing shit on based off of my decision to break up with my girlfriend, uh, that wasn't really fun. So that's probably an L of the year. You know, one of my shittier things of the year. Now, on the flip side, um, personally, there was a lot of good things, you know, coming from that breakup. It did give me a little bit of like, it gave me another fucking look at what I want to do for the rest of my life. And it, you know, I was doing the podcast while I was dating her, but I was kind of thinking, maybe I'm going to go all in and just start being a salesman. And like, because I had a lot of job opportunities, um, whether they're family based or friend based, because I'm a salesman, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of jobs I can go get right now. Whether it's my dad's company with my fucking uh, cousin's company, I have a friend that runs a sneaker brand. I could work with him. Um, there's a lot of like options, but those are all kind of full time job options. Now, being somebody that I like to I like to like create content. I like to make YouTube videos. I like to do all this shit. The podcast. Um, I was kind of at an all time low of interest and passions. And I was just like almost ready to just throw in the towel and say like, you know what? Fuck YouTube. Fuck the podcast. I need to go work because I have a girlfriend now and I got to get a fucking like get my shit together because one day we're going to have a kid. Like I started, I started thinking like that. I started thinking like extremely long term, what you don't need to do. Okay. Um, Because I mean, unless you're 40, like if you're 40 years old, yeah. But at 21, nah, like you don't have to rush that. So, um, being single gave me that time alone, and then the quarantine gave me even more time alone. So now every day I'm sitting there and I'm kind of like, I had like a little, had some shitty days in the beginning, but then I started getting used to it really fast. I got used to this whole quarantine thing, and I was like, wait, this is fucking awesome. Like, I don't have to make up excuses to not go out. I don't have to like feel like shit for not going out to, with my friends, and like, nobody's bothering me. Like nobody expects me to go out. Nobody expects me to go see them. So it was kind of nice. And then over time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start fucking streaming because I'm home now and I'm alone. And actually my friends, Carter and Fletcher, they kind of put me on to the idea of like, you, I I used to always want to stream. Like three years ago, I wanted to stream on Xbox and I bought an Xbox Connect and it was like, which is this camera. And I wanted to start streaming, but then I kind of pussied out and I'm really good at this game, NHL. So I was going to stream NHL, but then I pussied out from that because I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm not even a sports guy. It's just a video game. And then they gave me that final push that I needed that was like, dude, stop being a pussy. It's quarantine. It's the best time ever. Like, go do it. So a couple months later and fucking $4,000 later, I uh, I started streaming. And that's that's my thing now. So... That was awesome. And I've met so many people. I mean, there's so many people I can name from streaming. 
Uh, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to name them because if I name them, I have to name them all. But you guys know who you are. You guys come into my streams every fucking week, and uh, I appreciate all of you. And it's really cool that um, in a time where it's so lonely, my streams. It's not. It's not that you get in. You like come in and watch me play a fucking video game. Sure, sometimes I play video games, but the the core fucking heart of the of the Twitch streams are. Me talking to people and I do call-ins. That's like kind of my, my unique thing that I do is that people call in and share stories or they call in and ask for advice or they talk about relationships or sex or sneakers. I do giveaways. So it really built like a, it's just the fucking way to have a lot of friends and not have to leave the house. I don't have to go spend money. I don't have to fucking drive. I don't have to fly anywhere. I can just talk to everyone from the comfort of my room and they can do the same thing. And if somebody's having a really hard day, you know, sometimes it's it's harder to like put makeup on and get your fucking clothes on and go out and see people. Sometimes that's too much work for people when they're having really tough times. So, when you can just, you know, be in your bed and fucking type a question and say, "Ange, you know, this girl broke my heart. What the fuck do I do?" Then they're home and they can just listen and I can talk right on the Twitch stream and say like, listen, you got to relax. Don't worry about it. You're going to get through it. And I could do that. You know, we could kind of doctor fill some people and I need it for myself. You know, the people do so much for me because sometimes I'm having a shitty day and I could just come in there and be like, you know what guys, I don't have much content today. I just want to talk. And then we, we, we just talk together. It's really nice. It's a beautiful thing. So that's like one of my favorite things that that happened for me this year that I made happen. Um, and another one, obviously, like I already said, is the nicotine thing because I smoked, I smoked cigarettes when I was like 13 years old. You don't realize how young you are when you're doing it, but like I thought that I started when I was 16, but my brothers were reminding me like, dude, no, when you were in seventh grade, you were smoking cigarettes. I was fucking 13 going on 14 years old. So the fact that I don't smoke anymore and is is awesome. I can literally see someone and they could have a vape. I could hit their vape once or twice as like a social thing and then I don't have to see them for 3 months and I don't give a fuck. Like I don't own any vape. I don't even have a disposable. I haven't even had a disposable vape since April. Um and I feel a lot better. I feel more energized during the day. I feel like I can literally breathe clearer. Um I became a big foodie. That's a big thing that I did this year as well. Uh, I fucking learned how to cook. Let me show you guys this shit, okay? I had to email myself pictures. We're cooking fucking chicken. We're making fillets all the time. I did this like mashed potato. This thing was kind of weird. This was like I took short ribs and I fucking, I think I you like boil them in chicken broth and wine. It, it was a very savory thing, but... Uh, you put some bacon on top of it. If you're watching the video podcast, you can see the picture of it. Learn how to do shit like this. This took me like four hours. Um, this is a Reuben sandwich, which isn't really hard to make, but it looked kind of nice. Um, this is like one of my, I eat this every, like literally four days a week. This is an, a very easy chicken Alfredo fettuccine fucking recipe. And the sauce is literally like Parmesan cheese, vodka, and fucking heavy whipping cream. It's super easy. The chicken is pan seared. It takes like 10 minutes. Then you got some salmon. You got fucking more meat. Do a lot of breakfasts. So like I'm excited about the fact that I feel like as a person, even though honestly, I feel like as a person, I fucking leveled up. 
And I don't mean this to, to like flex or like, and I didn't level up financially, so it's not really a flex, but, um, well, I guess I kind of did, but not anything crazy. Um, I leveled up in the fact that like, I used to always go out to eat and always order food and spend money on dumb shit. And even though I still do that, I don't go out to eat anymore and I learned how to make everything from my fucking house. And I feel like that's a trait that is important for if you're going to get married one day or whatever, have kids, you want to learn how to cook. So I feel like I learned something that was an important thing that I had to fucking learn eventually. Like now is a great time for that. And on top of that, I found a way to have friends and not feel suffocated because it is nice. Like I, I, I like to physically be alone. You know, but I do get lonely from that. And I don't like to go to bars because the scene is shitty. And I don't like to like go to parties because it's not who I am. So the fact that I can come online and talk to people online, it gives me the perfect mix of both. I don't have to get ready. I could be in sweatpants and a hoodie, but I can talk to you and laugh my ass off and we could have a good time. Um, so that was good. You know, like, yeah, I did start banking money a little bit more this year because I spent a lot that was okay um so like my good things are all personal nicotine cooking fucking being a little happier lately so th that's my thing and those aren't things that money buys you know the stream like money buys a pc and that's different but the best parts of my year is that like cooking is a new therapeutic thing for me if i'm super pissed off and i'm just having a shit day i come home and lately i haven't been testing new recipes, but I come home and I make food. And the fact that the food takes like 30 minutes to an hour to make, um, it's satisfying because you watch shit go from like non-edible to fucking delicious and you did the work. And it's just like that little task of the day that you get to do that you get rewarded from, you know, and it's all, it's all you. So I'm big on cooking. That was a huge thing for me. And uh, my brother was going through some shit earlier during the year and I literally told him like, listen, man, I know this sounds crazy, but start cooking. And like it, it, it does wonders for your brain. And I'm for each and every one of you guys that are listening, maybe you aren't depressed. Maybe you aren't fucking suicidal. I don't know if it's going to cure that. If you want to kill yourself, a fucking bowl of mashed potatoes might not do it for you. But if you're having a shitty day or you're stressed out, um, try to go cook some shit. It takes your mind off things. It requires actual focus. Like you can't have fucking fires going and hot ass pans and raw food that needs to be flipped and like be thinking about other shit. It, it requires a lot of focus. So that's my thing. Now, there are also things that I did this year that I don't know how I feel about. Um, I started working out, which is kind of cool, but it's never something that I really gave a fuck to do. So that's okay. I became a, kind of a weed guy this year, which the old Ange would have like frowned upon the fact that I kind of fuck with weed more now. Um, and it's, it's edible. So it's more of like a body high. It's more of a relaxing thing for me, but I used to not like weed at all. And now I can't lie. I got a fucking, I got a bin full of edible chocolates and gummies in my fucking, in my drawers. So I'm kind of a weed guy now, which is okay. I, and I do it at night. I can't, I will never be the guy that wakes up and gets fucking blasted out of his mind. But 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, you can't sleep. You're stressed out. 
or my stream, like I have a lot of energy because I stream at night. So then after, you know, I'm, I'm ready to fucking go work out after my streams. So sometimes because it's late at night, it'll be 1130. I'll take an edible after the stream and it mellows me out and then I fall asleep. Well, after eating a bag of combos and 45 fucking Snickers bars and some dark chocolate and some ice cream, then I fall asleep. Great. Um, so that's kind of, I don't know how I feel about that. I also quit my job from working at the mall. I don't really know how I feel about that. You know, I'm kind of like, I'm sure in the future I'm going to be like, shit, man, I should have stayed there. But just me being a germaphobe, I can't like, I don't want to deal with shields. I don't want to fuck with people. And like one person sneezes in the mall and then I got to have a fucking headache for an hour. I don't want to do all that, you know? Um, but that was my personal, you know, highlights and lowlights. Honestly, like it's I I feel like that's an okay year. Uh, I didn't get COVID. Knock on fucking wood. You know, I hope I don't get COVID. I I play pretty safe. Like I I really see two people a month, like two friends a month, and I space them out. Like and and lately it's been one friend. I really don't fuck around when it comes to COVID. So I think if you follow the rules, you can you can have a good you can have a good life by being inside. And of course it's lonely, but if you're lonely, message me and I'm your fucking friend. You know, if you don't feel like you have anybody, you, you got me at least. Um, now, big picture shit. For the entire fucking world, this was a shit year, okay? It's hard to say that there's, I'm gonna show some clips, but it's hard to point out the fucking positive parts of this year. Um, this is a clip of just a fucking cop car on fire. This was protesters and looters and people rioting um, because of all of the fucking horribly shitty police brutality cases this year and innocent people being killed based on the color of their skin or based on what the, like really it was all fucking racist shit. So that's kind of an easy way to just put it. But I mean, man, worst things this year, we got fucking the global pandemic, we got George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Jacob Blake. There's so many I could name. There's so many. Uh, fucking Kobe Bryant died. That was really shitty. Uh, sports kind of all took a fucking big L this year. And for all you sports fans, that kind of sucks because Sunday night is like the fuck, or Sunday morning is like the NFL fucking boner night or boner day. And, uh, you know, losing hockey kind of sucked, but then we kind of got it back, but it was also shitty. And just watching things on TV with empty crowds, it's kind of shitty. It's like eerie and kind of sad to look at like, man, you don't think about, you don't appreciate people as a whole when you're in the middle of a crowd, you know? But now that this shit has happened, like, man, I miss being able to look over to someone and just like smile and high five after a goal in a fucking sports event. Because the fact that that was a human thing, that everyone's cheering together, we're all having a great time. It's like, you take this shit for granted. And now that we've been forced to be alone and fucking suffocated, um, I think like people are going to really appreciate that. And I think that it's great for humanity. We're going to be good. But man, we learned the fucking hard way for sure. There was also that Pakistan plane crash that killed a lot of fucking people. There was like, um, I just watched a fucking video on it. Earth, there was earthquakes in Turkey and Mexico and some other place that killed a fucking ton of people. So that sucked. The Beirut explosion. I took a, there's a video of this. 
I gotta be honest with you, I didn't see this, but holy fuck. If you haven't seen this video, watch this shit. Oh my god. Like, this is awful. Look at that. It's This explosion is fucking huge. It injured over 6,000 people. It killed a few hundred. Like, that was... That was awful. I didn't even know about that because there's so much shit that went on this year. So the Beirut explosion, I'm sure a fucking ton of people to this day have some burn marks or scars or are just mentally fucked because they were just sitting down having a normal day at work and then a huge explosion went off and they lost a family member. Like that's that's a level of shit that I can't even relate to. Um there was also Ebola 2.0. There was a small outbreak of Ebola. There was murder hornets that were kind of fucking with people. The fact that we had Trump in office, there were good things, but there were also a lot of shitty things, you know? I don't really care to say that I like Trump or I don't like Trump. I don't like Biden. I don't not like Biden, but uh, I don't really give a fuck, to be honest with you. But um, he had some good moments for sure. But this year, he had a lot of shitty moments. That's for fucking sure. So, um, you know, it's hard because there's so many negative things. Um, But then when you think of the positive things, you try to shine some light on this fucking episode. Like, this was a really happy time for, for a lot of people. In the background, you're hearing whistles. I'm showing a video of... Tons of people celebrating and out in the streets of New York and Chicago and L.A. Um, celebrating the fact that fucking Biden is the president and is going to be the president. These were really like heartwarming. To just see a ton of people celebrating and cheering. There's people singing songs out their fucking apartment window. Um, so that stuff was really nice. I, I appreciated that. Also, I asked someone... I said, like, hey, what are your best and worst moments, do you think, for the world? And she said, uh, we found caterpillars that eat plastic. So this uh, this is, I guess, a highlight of our year. You know the year is kind of fucked when one of the highlights is finding an insect that does a good thing. I mean, it is great because the, the plastic crisis is sure fucking us up. But that's the highlight of this year? Man, we're fucked. We're fucked this year. Um, Dude, it sucks because I was just starting to go to, like, I was just starting to go to fucking concerts. And I remember I went to go see a Tiny Moving Parts. It was like a punk fucking rock. Uh, There was three people. Tiny Moving Parts, Belmont, Jetty Bones, and Capstan, actually four, four bands. And we finally get to this fucking, this, um, this concert and I had a fucking ball. It was great. I couldn't wait to go to the next one. And then the next day, they announced that that was their last show that they were doing for the year. And then COVID really hit, and you were like, holy fuck. So, like, the day before everything shut down, I was at a fucking concert with my brother, jumping and screaming and having a great time. And uh, then everything got fucked. So, I mean, I got to, I got to have fun, but that kind of sucks. Now, I looked up this video... And this is Insider Edition, like, or Inside Edition. They're like a little news page. I mean, they're pretty fucking big, 8 million subscribers. But this says the best moments of 2020. So I want to just play this and kind of watch it and see what they think are the best moments of 2020. Um, the, the picture is of Baby Yoda. So I don't know how we well begin this with is t- going to be. 
tiniest green 50-year-old that has captured the internet's collective heart. Even though the Mandalorian officially says his name is Grogu, he's still Baby Yoda. And he is tagging along with these brave firefighters courtesy of five-year-old Carver. He wanted to give something to the first so responder. 20, okay. So she's saying 2020, one of the best, the first best thing of 2020 Yoda. is and Baby Yoda. His big eyes just locked in. And uh, I said, what do you think about this? Should we take this? And what did you say? Yes. Yeah, he thought that would be a good kids idea. kids love Baby Yoda. Okay, I don't really know if that's a highlight of the fucking year. Um, this is a video of like Dave Grohl giving some fucking drummers tips to a girl that wants to start drumming. I guess that's good. This is, I think, the video of people dancing. Dated each other during the earlier days of this pandemic. The Carries, who are both attorneys, live on East 77th Street in Manhattan. Each night, they've been hosting 6 p.m. sing-alongs with their neighbors. That's sweet. I'm leaving today. The sweet trend started... That's the thing that I was telling you guys about, where people are just, like, singing in their fucking... Like, in this video, all these people are standing in their balconies, and they, like, sing. I don't know about the 6 p.m. sing-along night. I wouldn't be in for that every fucking day. But um, as a once in a while thing, it's pretty sweet. You know, you can't get mad at that. You got people doing it all over the An world. An opera singer in Paris has been serenading his neighbors with his beautiful voice. Dude, okay. In France on I'm sorry. I gotta say that, like, this is our highlights of the year. A guy going, ah, out his fucking window is the highlight of the year. Like, I feel like other years, it's like we got fucking people on Mars. We, we fucking discovered technology that can cure fucking whatever. Uh, like, there are such big things. And for this year, we're kind of taking it, we're taking our standards way down. This guy's got a nice voice and he's singing out his window. Hey, that's a fucking highlight for me. Um, I don't know what that video is. You know, this is kind of just like some sweet things. There are some... Oh, I think that... It, I do remember this, actually. Bye, guys! I, I don't know. You guys aren't going to understand it if you're listening. But there was some... Um, there was a girl that had like... that. I don't know how to say it. There was a girl that had disabilities that became a model. And I think it was one of the first times that that had happened. That was awesome. Um, very sweet things happening in the world. Um, now, like, okay, that was that's good, but the the good stuff is nowhere near as good as the bad stuff is bad, you know. So I think we can all say this year was kind of a shit year, but I want you guys to just have the fucking mentality of like, even though I'm making fun of these things that are kind of goofy, like the fact that a guy fucking singing beautifully out of his window can be a fucking great thing in a shitty year. Like, I think now moving forward, like, tr try to seek out small things to appreciate them. That way, in 10 years, if there's another fucking huge pandemic, or, I mean, or in two years, who knows when it's going to be. Um, hopefully it's never. But if there's another pandemic, or there's another big lockdown, or fucking Martin, Martin's Law, whatever the fuck that shit's called, um, at least you could say, like, I wasn't looking for big things in the year 2021. I was looking for small things. Set small goals, you know? Like, a goal for 2021, personal things. Maybe start working out. Maybe try to quit smoking. 
Those are great things. Start cooking more if you don't cook. Those are easy things. You can knock them out. Smoking is not necessarily easy. It is hard as fuck. But cooking is easy. Working out, it's it, you can get up and do a fucking couple jumping jacks, you know? Do 100 push-ups within a couple days or fucking do something, you know? Something that's good for your body. Um, another thing is plan to, phone, plan to have a phone call once or twice a week. Sorry, I just hit my mic. I'm sorry. That was probably really loud. Plan to have a phone call once or twice a week. Keep those relationships going. Just because you can't see people, call your fucking call a different person every week. Try something like that. You know, this week I'm gonna call my fucking my mom. Next week I'm gonna call my my friend from high school that I haven't talked to in a while. The following week I'm gonna do two calls and I'm gonna really fucking go ham. Um, I think if you could just do small shit like that, you know, keep some relationships growing, uh, keep yourself growing, stay positive in your fucking mind, you know, and then when the world gets back to normal, it's like we will appreciate everything so fucking much, but we won't forget about the small things. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, you know, that's kind of it. That's kind of it for like my list. I got a list of shit that I wanted to talk about. I kind of mentioned them all. Uh, the fact that... Oh, I mean, obviously, okay, the other best thing about 2020 is the awareness of Black Lives Matter and all the fucking beautiful things that they did. Like, look at this this mural that was in, I think this one was in New York. There was a ton of them. But this shit is beautiful. Like, these were some of the more beautiful times of 2020. Um, and then it got painted over by some fucking, I think, cops, which was really shitty. But... The fact that I think a lot of people, and even the hardcore, like, the hardcore Trump fans that are, like, extremely racist, and I'm not saying only Trump fans can be racist, there are plenty of fucking, the hardcore, I shouldn't say that, I shouldn't scratch what I said, the hardcore fucking racists, even they, like, were challenged this year, and I feel like a lot of the times, like, racists are racists, and people that aren't, aren't, and this year, even though it sucks that there was that we have to fight for this type of shit, um, people on my team, the fucking Black Lives Matter team, uh, we are fighting for awareness. We are fighting for shit like systematic racism to fucking come to an end and police brutality to come to an end. We're fighting against that. And we get to hear that there are still fucking KKK members and there are still fucking extreme white supremacists going around, just driving around being shitty. But at least we're challenging them and getting face to face and fucking with them, you know, because the more we expose and exposing the fuck out of them. I mean, when fucking Derek Chauvin, whatever his name is, uh, murdered, basically murdered George Floyd, um, people went to his house and he was trying to order food. They were blocking. He couldn't eat. He literally couldn't order food because there were so many fucking people that they wouldn't let him drive up to the, to his house. They were fucking throwing shit at his house. They were spray painting like, fuck you, racist, all over his car. Like, that's that's good. That's It, it seems fucked and it's shitty, but that's good because... That means that we're fucking, we're forcing people to, to realize that that type of behavior is not okay. And eventually, the more we fucking like squeeze out all the shitty racist people in this world, we can eventually erase them completely and live in a great society. Um, so 
it is nice. It's it's kind of both. It sucks that we have to loot and riot and blow things up just to get fucking awareness of hello, this is what's going on in the world. It's not it's not that we're trying to fucking purposely mess with businesses, but if these huge companies and corporations aren't going to pay attention to more important things other than their fucking wallets, then unfortunately we got to fucking vandalize and make shit happen because we need people to wake up. That's what all the looting is. Do I even, I don't even agree with it. I don't think it's right to rob people and do all that. And I, and I am a small business owner myself in, in some way, like selling sneakers and stuff. It would suck if my storefront got fucking barged into, I'd be pissed, but it's like at the same time, people's lives are more important than money. And right now is a time where people that are, fucking rich have to kind of take a step back and realize okay i need to put my money and put my fucking efforts into more important shit right now so um i i would write that off as a, as a good thing you know that even though we've lost a lot of people we shouldn't have to lose people in order to fucking fight for uh equality i think that unfortunately uh losing some people is is what fucking brings awareness because then, you know what I mean? It sucks. It's like it's good and it's bad at the same time. There's no right way to put it. You guys get what I'm saying. Um, so there was some nice parts of this year. There were some really nice, like, for humanity, there were some good things. And I hope that we're really going to see what happens in the next three years, you know? Because COVID's about to fucking kind of go away, hopefully by, like, April. And uh, then people are going to start going out more. And then hopefully there's going to be less violence less burglaries less fucking arguments less school shootings i hope fuck i like you you could never you could never know but i hope there's a lot less of that shit and also i think like suicide fucking rates are like massive right now and i hope we see the flip side of that i hope they're at an all-time low after this you know so that's kind of it you know it was it was an okay year i guess but i hope everybody keeps your fucking mind in a good spot and you set some small goals. It doesn't have to be anything huge. Just like what I was saying, start cooking, pick up a hobby, fucking start watching my streams, make some friends in my chat. You know, you're going to make some friends if you come in for sure. So that's it. You know, let's keep our expectations low this year and let's have a great fucking 2021. Regardless, if you're sitting in your room the whole year or you're going out, Connections, it doesn't mean that connections and being involved with other people's lives just go out the window. Do it from your bedroom. Adapt to the world and adapt to what's going on. Um, I wish you guys a fucking beautiful weekend and I will see you next month at the end of the month or whatever. I don't really know. I don't know. I'll see you guys in at the end of January, okay? I love you all. Thank you guys for watching and listening and take care.